Hello and you are welcome to episode 22 of Dan and Dara's Doability. I'm Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Right Dan, here we are back in your house, mm-hmm. podcasting again. Podcasting again, back at it. Back at it, episode 22. Where should we start today Dan? I was at the National Youth Work Showcase. Oh yes, this is the young people talking to the old people. Yeah, yeah. that we mentioned uh, last week, episode 21. Last yep. week. Yeah. So I was at the National Youth Work Showcase on in the Mansion House on uh, last Wednesday at the time of recording. And yeah, it was a really, really good event. Really, really positive. Um, loads of young people um, being very vocal about what they do in terms of youth work. And politicians from different constituencies there as well to hear their views and be challenged, hopefully. And uh, Minister Bohan was there as well. Very good. Which was great to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was a really enjoyable event. I, myself, had the opportunity to talk about how youth work had kind of impacted my life up to this point. So I kind of went from uh, the very beginning, I suppose, start at the start. Of course, um, that's always a good place to start. Uh, so I kind of went from, like, starting with the Irish Wheelchair Association when I was about five years old going up through like sports camps on a Sunday morning to sports summer camps to now being involved in um, youth clubs with the Irish Wheelchair Association and then kind of that I was saying that that kind of opened my eyes to advocacy that's how David Barry who we've met before put me in touch with the National Youth Council and just thought that I'd be I suppose well suited to it and I suppose the rest is history I mean we've had the EU youth conference in Vienna last year I had the privilege of speaking at the Equality 17 conference a couple of years ago as well so there's been so much and it's had such a positive impact on me personally and I suppose showing me that my opinion my opinion is is valid I suppose and it's just to be able to be there and to see how much of a positive impact it has on so many young people from around the country from so many different backgrounds is 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 brilliant so at the event and from a disabled point of view mm. were there many people with disabilities from what i could see there was another member from the irish wheelchair association rachel creevy who was there as well um so I think we were the only wheelchair users and as far as I'm aware there wasn't any others but I could be wrong. You could be wrong. Obviously we could have all the hidden disabilities that you simply can't see. Yes. But then again maybe that is a representation of youth in Ireland and if you have 100 people in the room you know is that 2%? That would be two percent, possibly. You know, so maybe that is a, a, mm-hmm. an accurate representation of of the demographic, the, the demographic of youth. So, who was hosting? Uh, Mr. Owen McDermott. It's Owen McDermott off the radio. Yeah, <clears throat> very good. Yeah, and he's an absolute gent, <clears throat> brilliant guy. Worked uh, well with you. Yeah, very well. Um, so I suppose we had our kind of um, 
running order. Right. And there was a few, I suppose, different guest speakers through the course of the day. Lucky me, I was the first one up. Deadly? That's from a better man. <laughs> no pressure. Um, but he came down to me a few minutes before and introduced himself and, and we kind of just went through what I was going to talk about um, beforehand. Just made me feel very comfortable in terms of like we were able to have a laugh. You know, yeah. he, he got a sense of, of who I was and then he kind of just looked through the notes and was like, okay, I think we should focus more on this or focus less on that or, you know, and it, it was very, very helpful. Um, because it's not easy. It's into <clears throat> I know I think you know we know sitting down here and having the chats and the organisation and that that, that kind of goes into this when we, when we get it right is very very good but it's, it's never easy and I suppose here's a guy who's yes. sitting down meeting you for the first time he's got to get the best out of that so that you're not going to sit there in the middle of the stage and just die in your arse either yeah you know with him in going the, hello spe- Dan are you there would you like to answer this question and you're going no <laughs> yeah yeah I completely agree no it it definitely is not easy um and especially when it's kind of you know you're trying to get as much out of somebody mm. in a particular amount of time as well yeah which makes it even more difficult so um, I suppose from your point of view as well to be able to get a message across mm. you know how you want to be seen I suppose to a certain extent in a particular light as well rather yeah. than just going yep no, I did. No, <laughs> that's correct. Yes, very good. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, I suppose what what helps with that is that I'm 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 very passionate about about youth work and and kind of disability rights. Um, as I've mentioned before, so I suppose that does help. So when do you drift out the whole youth work thing? When does somebody come along and suddenly <clears throat> go? Uh, Excuse me, Mr. Airy. Uh, you're no longer a youth. You're no, yeah. Yeah. Um, we'd have to ask you to go over there now with the older people. You are officially no longer a youth. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, well, as, as far as the National Youth Council defines it, you go from 15 to 30. All right, okay. I think it is. So, yeah, that that's kind of their, I suppose... Definition of it. Definition and, and demographic. And that's, yeah. and that's kind of great because you're not losing that experience to a group. You yeah. know, suddenly you go 21, 22, that's it. You know, you've only had maybe possibly five or six years to get your stuff together and to develop yourself or an opinion or a point of view. And then suddenly it's mm. away down the road there with your lad. Thanks very much for all your efforts. And no, I, I, I think that's very good, actually. I know yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and do you know I... I, I was talking at a National Youth Council kind of general meeting earlier this year or late last year. And I was just trying to work out how long I'd been with NYCI. And when the the youth worker said it was just over two years at that time, I, I could still be now. My sense of time is terrible. Hmm. But uh, yeah, no, it... Honestly, it feels like it's been way longer because I, I've, um, I feel like I've done so much. And so much more to do. Exactly. And it's just, it's been such a, a privilege to be part of just seeing the amount of work that these young people put into, I suppose, areas that they're, they're so passionate about. And to be part of that is just incredible. Hmm. I love but it. What opportunities for the future as well, though, Dan? Hmm? It's about opportunities for the future as well. Yeah. 
it's about you know making contacts and absolutely <clears throat> getting out there and, and 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 seeing the big bad world as well to some degree absolutely so did Minister Zapone speak on the day? She did. So she was kind of um, speaking about the the work that she saw and how important it is and how important she feels that it is that we continue what we're doing and that it, it's pushed. Because from my experience with working with her, she is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Now comes, I know she is the comes, minister, the minister for children and 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 yeah. youth affairs and that sort of thing, and she's supposed yeah. to do this. But you do get the impression that she really yeah, cares. Exactly. That she's exactly. into it. One hundred percent. She's behind it. You can see it in her that she's. You know, I suppose with some politicians, they're there and they're just. To be fair, Dan, I'd say there was an awful lot of politicians that simply weren't there yesterday or during the week. Oh, either. no, yeah, absolutely. You know, you could look around them and we're not obviously mentioning names because that would be unfair. Yes. But from your own constituency and stuff like that, I'm sure you could probably go, yes, there was, no, there wasn't. Yeah, I can say no, there wasn't. Well, whatever you go, um, you know. Yeah, but I suppose from, from Minister Zappan's point of view, um, yeah, I I think she's brilliant. What, what, she, what she does for you's work and... Um, she continues to champion our cause, which is we're we're well. I can speak for myself in saying I I am incredibly grateful for that. You also have a story, Dan. Yes. Uh, Go on, tell us a story. So this is uh, slightly different to politics. Uh, oh, you couldn't get any further from politics <laughs> than with this, no? Yeah. Slightly different politics. Um, so this is a story that I found on Unilad. So they're a British uh, journalism site. And it's basically the, the headline is Date leaves woman lost in park as he's quote unquote freaked out by her disability. Okay, before I even start reading about the details, that is just... The poorest excuse I have ever heard. Before I even read any details about the article, I mean, come on. That's like, seriously. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, the details of the article itself. Uh, a young woman with a prosthetic leg has spoken out about a date leaving her alone and lost in a park about getting freaked out by her disability. So this is a journalism and business student, Devon, from Epping in Essex. And she said the day was going well. They were going through a, a park chatting and getting along. So it seems. Yeah. No, fairness though, she'd been, she'd been on, the, on a date nap and she had been speaking to this guy for more than a year. Yes. So this can't have come as a surprise to him. No, definitely not. It, it I mean, it, uh, I know from mm. my own experience, like... If it doesn't come up straight away, like, I have to mention it soon so people know. Yeah. I mean, it's not fair on them. It just has to be out there. Hmm. So there's, there is no chance, as far as I'm concerned, that it ha- it, it it wouldn't have come up. Um, Which makes this even more alarming. Yes. If you ask me. They had been chatting and so they met up in the park and everything was going well. And then this man... Who isn't named in the article? Who actually. isn't named? He told Devon, and this is a is a is a quote. You're so beautiful. It's such a shame. 
How shallow is that? And then, before making an, an excuse to run to the toilet, and then he never returned, leaving her lost in the park, right? And then, Devin spoke to the Mirror newspaper, and uh, she said, he sent me a message saying, your leg is too weird, it's a turn off, don't contact me ever again, and she just started crying. And then she, <clears throat> she asked him if he could at least come back to help me find my way. But he said, no, I don't want anything to do with you. And then he blocked her. That is, I, I, to be honest, I was reading this and I was utterly speechless reading it the first time. Um, because this guy needs to have a serious look at himself. Because that I, I mean, even now, mm. like reading back over it, it's just absolutely shocking. To be honest, this is something I worry about, you know, personally. You know, in, in terms of, well, I suppose it's a little bit different in terms of being good enough for people. But I suppose that's, she is, he's, he's, it's him that's the problem. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just. Let's it, note then, it is. It's it absolutely. Just, I almost wanted to rip up the the sheet of paper after reading it. I mean, it was oh yeah, bonkers. Yeah, livid, absolutely mm. livid. What was what was what was your? Are you are you still processing it or? That's an absolute new <laughs> low. You know, even even the light that I've ever heard of. Like, um, so she like she was born in a rare condition. Um, she's no tie bone, uh, so she's a prosthetic leg. Mm -hmm. She's also deaf. You know, that kind of, that kind of done her confidence any good. No. Um, At all. Absolutely not. Um, and we just want to send our love Devin's way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, and let her know that you are worth it. And there there is um, somebody out there that will give you their, um, their time and somebody that is worthy of your time. Uh, more importantly. So on a separate thing, Dan, the DART are looking for uh, people's assistance um, with uh, their new passenger assistance prototype app. Okay. So this is for people um, who have or need assistance um, to manage their journeys on the DART. So this is their, one of their new wonderful new things to, to go along with their own man stations and having to ring in okay. advance and sort of trying to... Um, and just out of curiosity, <clears throat> is this anything... Is this as... Anything related to the journey that we um Well it's 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 part of it. Yeah. That right, that, okay. that that's part of it. They're they're trying to come up with uh, a better system. A more efficient okay, a more yeah. efficient system. Um right. you know, which is yeah, hopefully hopefully they can. So they're just looking for people to participate who are they're actually looking for regular users of the Dart. Okay. Uh, so there's anybody out there listening who would be interested, uh, who is using the Dart, uh, who is in need of assistance, um, you know, whether that's with a wheelchair or limited mobility or they're blind or whatever and stuff like that, this could be the um, this could be the job for you. Um, so just to, to have some bits and pieces on it, to take part, participants need to be 18 years or older, uh, to have your own iPhone, five okay. or six or later uh, be comfortable making regular trips on the dart and agree to the terms in the testing phase there's going to go over an eight week period right so from hopefully the, from the time of recording the, yeah the, pretty much actually yeah so hopefully they'll get uh, some response to that and you know we'll end up with something that works 
Yeah. You know. Definitely. It, it sounds like a, a move in the right direction. Yeah, hopefully it is. Yeah, at least, at least they're trying. Yeah, which is always important. Yeah. So, Dan, I suppose that'll take us nicely into um, your preparations. Yeah. For your roll and stroll mm-hmm. in St. Anne's Park in September. Yep. How are we getting on? Uh, we're getting there. Yeah. Do I have to put Rocky music in here now? How are we getting on? Uh, going well. Um, so far, I suppose. Uh, at the time of recording, I took a rest day yesterday. So I'll be back on it um, today. And yeah, I feel like it's going well. I've, I've turned up the resistance a little bit. I'm doing it in... 15 minutes stints, which doesn't sound that long, but the way I'm doing it is I'm going like pretty hard for 15 minutes, and my logic behind that is that hopefully when I get to the 5k itself, I'll have more in the tank for that length of time. But I've been looking at the distances that I've been traveling on the bike, and it, it it's up and around. 4.6 to 5k anyway um, which is nice and I'm burning a good few calories getting the sweat up as well Good, which is good um, and I'm going to be turning up the resistance again next week It's gonna, I'm going to be progressively turning up the resistance as we get closer that it's harder but then as I was saying it, hopefully it'll get easier when I finally sit down to it on the day yeah um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm happy enough. Um, I'm trying to push myself as much as I can. Um, but as I said, I, I need to kind of keep a balance. So I did take a rest day yesterday, and I'll be back at it today, and I'll keep you in the loop. Very good. So we're fairly close to coming to July as well, when you hopefully get to sit into another one. Yeah, uh, looking forward to that actually. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, and scene because my previous experience of that was good and I and I really enjoyed it um but I shall keep you up to date on that yeah we'll keep social media going yes absolutely so Dan is that the music it is it is okay Dan where can people get us you can get us on Facebook Instagram Twitter at Dandara Doability. You can also send us an email at Dandara Doability at gmail.com. And super news, Dan. We can now be got on Spotify. You can also find us on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. so Spotify, iTunes, hosted on SoundCloud. Really appreciate people listening um, and the feedback that we're getting is always generally pretty positive. And if anyone has a story out there and they want us to get, get some airtime, give us a shout and we'll come back to you. I've been Darren McNicholas. And I've been Dan Airy. And we'll talk to you very soon.